Welcome to the Books of Titans podcast, where I seek truth in the world's great books. I'm your host, Eric Rostad, coming to you from the beautiful Books of Titans studio in Franklin, Tennessee. My goal is to read 200 of the great books over the next 10 years and share what I'm learning. I'll talk a bit about each book, tie ideas together from a variety of genres, and share the one thing I always hope to remember from each of the great books. Today, I am going to cover a short work called The Address to Young Men on Reading Greek Literature by St. Basil the Great. This is book 43 from my 2023 reading list. Well, this book is not on the great books list, but it is a book I came across uh, and heard about on a podcast episode, and it's a book I wanted to read before I I got deeper in to the great books, and, and especially the great books of Greek literature. And so this this work is by an author called St. Basil, who lived a long time ago in 330 AD to 370 AD. And he was the bishop of Caesarea, which is modern day Turkey. And he asks the question, and let me just kind of state the larger title. So the, the extended title of this one is called The Address to Young Men on Reading Greek Literature on How They Might Derive Profit from Pagan Literature. Now, when he's when the term pagan just means non-Christian in, in this sense. So uh, St. Basil is a bishop and he is is writing this as someone who has read a lot of the classics and in classics that, that we think about. Um, he had read many of those classics from Greece and Rome. And even though he was a lot closer to them in time than, than, than we are, but he was asking the question, is it proper and right for a Christian to read pagan literature? So is it is it okay for someone who is a Christian to read? works that are by non-Christian authors. That's that's kind of the, the question here. Uh, and, and so it, obviously it's written to Christians, but it, it has a wider application in, in just really the question, how then shall we live? Uh, and in particular, how what should what should we read? And for for Christians, should they should they only read the Bible and should they only read Christian literature or literature by Christians? Uh, or should they read literature by non-Christian authors, which is is what St. Basil calls pagans here? Uh, is, is there any benefit in doing so? Or on the flip side, is there danger in doing so? And so those are the types of questions that are addressed in this short 42-page work. And it's something I've thought a lot about, just, you know, what... In, in putting books together and putting lists of books together, what, what books should I be reading? Uh, are there some that should be off limits? Are there some that, um, that are, are going to be better than, than others? Do I want to, you know, just, just try to do those? Uh, do I want to have some fun books in, 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 in between that? Uh, and I've also thought about this question a lot on the, on the side of art. Um, what is art that is, encouraging or, 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 or uplifting or, uh, that, that transcends and changes you in a way, you know, what, what is that art and what's the dividing line in art between what is good and what is not, not good, uh, something that perhaps enhances my soul versus something that, that can lead it in the opposite direction. So where is that line? So it's just something I think about a lot. And so another reason I wanted to, to read this work and the reason that it matters is it, is it, is because it matters what you put into your mind. It matters what I put into my mind. And so it, it sets a direction and it impacts 
my soul. So I, I want to be filling it with good and proper things. So for, for this episode, since this is a short work, I'm going to make this a short episode. And I, I really hope you just read the work. I'm going to link to the work in the show notes. So you can just read it online for free. I, I, I will share later the I, I bought the book, so I, I've got a version and I'll share what version that is. Uh, so you could do that if you'd like, or just, just read it uh, quickly online. So just, I want to read the, the very first sentence of how this starts off, just to give a little feel, and then I'll go into a few things that, uh, that stuck out to me. There are many considerations which urge me to counsel you, my children, on the things that I judge to be best, and on those which I am confident, if you accept them, will be to your advantage. So that's the first sentence. That's how he starts things off here. And then he goes right into what, uh, what, what, what should you do? Is it, is it okay to read the works as by, by the pagans, as, as, he, as he says? And, and here's what he says about that. That is it and not else. And I've come to offer you as my counsel that you should not surrender to these men once for all the rudders of your mind as if a ship of a ship, and follow them with, whithersoever they lead. Rather, accepting from them only that which is useful, you should know that which ought to be overlooked. So I'm going to end the quote there. And so what he's saying there is, when he's saying surrender to these men, he's talking about these, these authors, uh, these authors of the classics, the, the Greek works, the, the Roman works, uh, that you should not surrender to these men once for all the rudders of your mind. So don't, don't just, don't just give, give them free reign. Uh, but, but rather accept from them only that which is useful and you should know that which ought to be overlooked. What therefore these things are and how we shall distinguish between them is the lesson which I shall teach you from this point on. So that for the rest of this, this essay, this, this work, uh, that's what he's going to attempt to show us how, how to distinguish between what is the good in the bad. And we're going to come across bad stuff when, when, when we're reading and you can't avoid it. And so the point is to keep what's useful and discard the rest. So when you're reading things that, that it's just, you know, this, this is not right. This is not, this is not good. Uh, just discard that and keep what is useful. And that's obviously easier said than done, but that should be the pursuit. And, and I'll go into a few things here of how he seeks to distinguish those things. So the first, uh, he gives this great picture, and I, and I want to just read this part. Perhaps just as it is the proper virtue of a tree to be laden with beautiful fruit, although it also wears like a fair raiment, leaves that wave about its branches, so likewise the fruit of the soul... The truth is primarily its fruitage, yet it is clad in the certainty not unlovely, certainly not unlovely raiment, even of the wisdom drawn from the outside, which we may liken to foliage that furnishes both protection to the fruit and an aspect not devoid of beauty. End quote. I love that. He, he distinguishes between fruit and, and fruit is uh, is the, the the really good stuff. But the the leaves that surround that fruit not only protect it, and not only is there there um, there are certain aspects of beauty in those leaves. Uh, it, it's not the fruit, but it but it 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 can enhance the fruit, and there's beauty in those leaves. As, as well, perhaps not as great a beauty as as in the fruit, but uh, the the leaves are still there as well. So that that's one way to look at it. I thought that that picture of it was was helpful. The other thing he's he 
talks about is the pursuit of virtue. And, and he says this, since it is through virtue that we must enter upon this life of ours, and since much has been uttered in praise of virtue by poets, much by historians, and much more still by philosophers, we ought especially to apply ourselves to such literature, end quote. So pursue literature that that speaks of the virtues, that praises the virtues. He goes on right in this same paragraph to praise Hesiod and uh in his his praising of, of the virtues as well. But why seek after the virtues? And here's where he says the following. Virtue alone of possessions cannot be taken away, as it remains with a man whether he be living or dead. But we will not exchange with them our virtue for our, their wealth, since the one abides always while riches change their owners every day. End quote. So here he makes a distinction between virtue and riches. Virtues can be, they can be taken away. They can, they can be here one day, gone the next. But virtue is something that cannot be taken away. And it remains with a man, whether he be living or dead. So this is something, the pursuit of virtue, the the pursuit of, of reading works where you're reading about the virtues, you're, you're seeing virtue in action, maybe by the, by the character. He mentions uh, Odysseus a number of times in, in this book and just the, the, the virtue of Odysseus in different scenes of, of the book and how that stays with, with the man. And now I'm going to jump to the very end here and just how he closes out this, this essay. And because this is difficult and calls for toil, let us not on this account draw back, but recalling the words of him who urged that every man should choose the life which is in itself best, in the expectation that through habit it will prove agreeable, we should attempt the best things. End quote. I like that. Just choose the life uh, which is itself best, and then through habit it'll prove agreeable, and that we should attempt the best thing. Uh, something that I see pop up a lot in in this reading project and just different books that I've read of just these habits and how they will lead you in a certain direction. And so just choosing the 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 right books to read, choosing the the books that highlight virtue, the the books that praise the the good, uh, and, and taking from them what is good and and just discarding the rest. These seem like very obvious things, but this this work, uh, al- although it was short has had a pretty big impact over the years on education and uh, and, and encouragement on, on books to read, which ones to read, and that sort of thing. And I just like that that St. Basil was well-versed in the classics himself, that he studied in Athens, Greece. He, he studied in other places as well. And he just makes reference to these works throughout this work. He, he references a lot of the Greek works. And so he's, he's coming at this as someone who has studied these works. And he, he says there's great benefit in reading these works. Uh, I read the Loeb classical library version. Uh, that's those, those short, small green books. And uh, I, I enjoyed that. So that, that's where you've got the Greek on one page and English on the other. Uh, I cannot read the Greek, but it's, it's, um, it's nice to, to look over there and, and see what word is being used if, if, uh, if that's your thing. And this book comes with a number of other letters that he wrote to other people. So I've not read those, but maybe at some other point in, in the future. So again, I, I decided to read this one just to, um, 
to, to read it before I started getting into the Greek works and just see what this, this, um, this person said, this saint said, uh, uh, this bishop said about reading the great works and, and if it's beneficial or not. So I hope this was helpful. I, I, uh, I hope you, you will read it for yourself. I'll link to it in the show notes. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear from you, especially if you have read other of St. Basil's works. And, or, or if you've got something else out of this particular work that you wanted to share, I'd love to hear that from you. You can follow Books of Titans on Instagram or Twitter, and you can go to the website, booksoftitans.com. I have a ton of resources there. I'll be be highlighting my 2024 reading list very soon, and uh, I'll be back in a week or two discussing another book for my 2023 reading list. Until then, keep reading, keep learning, and keep listening. I'm out. (music) 